0: Hello and welcome to the tenth episode of Mike the Mike. Gets. I'm still Michael Beck and uh this is kind of exciting. Uh we're into the the double digits now. Uh thank you all so much for uh those of you who continue listening to this podcast and in particular getting feedback from those of you who listened to my uh the lobster episode. I I really appreciate it. I feel like that's that's been my most transparent episode yet. Or um you know, it just feels like it was a uh, a bit of a, a sensitive top uh subject for me for some reason um i don't know i just uh do the subject matter i was nervous that i would in some way offend or, or put off uh someone um but uh those of you uh who listened to it told me that you uh you en- you enjoyed it so that that was really encouraging to me um so thank you so much uh with my uh latest podcast podcast topic, I feel like I opened up a bit of a, a can of worms. Um yeah, I don't I don't know when I'll be moving on to a, another subject. Um I, I swear this isn't Mike the Mike Love and Relationships podcast. Uh but but it's good. It seems like sharing about romantic relationships and societal norms is what I need to be talking about right now. And it's opened up some good conversations with a few of my friends. I've been sharing from my own perspective, but it was really nice to hear uh, the perspective of one of my, my female friends. She shared with me that she had several past experiences with guys and it seemed like they were only looking for something more, more than being friends. And she said that she had gotten kind of, kind of tired of it. And I hope I'm conveying her thoughts accurately, but uh, yeah, it seemed like she had gotten tired of it and just kind of uh, stopped, uh, trying pr- pr- to pursue friendships with guys. And so, you know, I'm really sorry to hear about her experience. I, I feel like it makes a lot of sense and, and definitely adds up so often. It, it seems like, uh, we, we are the sexes, uh, sexes, uh, find ourselves at odds, um, with each other and find ourselves in a, in a bit of a stalemate, uh, e- you know, either you know, neither side is, is is truly to blame. It just seems like it's there's like this vicious cycle. Maybe you know misinterpretations and misunderstandings. And I'm talking about these things as uh, as I'm seeking to better understand. Uh, I, I'm not speaking because I because I do understand. I'm just reflecting on my own experiences on what others have shared with me. But clearly, this is a complex and multifaceted issue. Others, like we would have, you know, solved this, and it would it, a long time ago, and it would be a non-issue. I shared my last episode that I don't know how romantic relationships work, but from what I've seen and experienced, a lot of guys don't seem like they know how to be friends with women. Uh, a lot of them seem to think that the only way to get to know them is to date them. So you know, I think that would be a a part of the issue. Um, you know, that's not every guy. Uh, that's out there of course, but uh, my friend could have, you know, had some, you know, some experiences or or met some guys like that. And, you know, speaking, you know, as a man, and, you know, maybe for some other men as well, I would say that many of us outside of our our family, we've, we've only known women as acquaintances. We don't know what it's like to have a deeper connection with a woman. We don't really know what other women are like. And we, and I would go as far to say that maybe we don't even recognize how val- valuable women are. We, we've merely observed and seen women from a distance and we know what we've been told and we know uh, from what we've learned from fiction. But maybe the, the first meaningful relationship that we've had with a woman was a romantic one. So they think that that's the only way that it can happen. And There's a lot of broken men out there, uh, though they might not admit it or show it. We're pretty good at putting up a front and hiding those things. We're looking for intimacy, and we're probably not kidding it from our guy friends. Growing up, uh, maybe dad wasn't the the most present or emotionally available. On the other hand, maybe mothers were very present and even overly so made us feel weak and like babies. Some got fed up with this and said, no, I'm strong. I don't need you. I'll show them. I'll show them all. I don't need anybody. I don't need anybody's help. They put up a tough exterior. They don't want to open up or accept anything that looks like help from anyone. Others accepted and took on that identity of weakness, and they carry around that feeling of weakness with them everywhere they go. They're more emotionally available, but perhaps overly emotional. But again, each only merely knowing women from observation and from what they've been told and what they've learned from fiction. They know that something about looking at and being around women makes them feel good and there is a softer, more nurturing way about them. Getting to know women seems like a lot of hard work and we don't really know what being friends is like, but maybe we know what being in a romantic relationship is like or what we think it's like. And we want that, so we prioritize and we scope things out. We look for women that we're interested in romantically, and look for potential opportunities. You know, I'm look. I'm not. I'm not a psychologist, and I've only barely studied these things, so I don't know how it is. And this is an oversimplification. This is just my attempt at understanding. Uh, but long story short, a lot of guys aren't looking for friendships, but something more. A lot of women have caught onto this and uh, become wary of men's advances. So even you know, if and when a guy does want to try and just be friends, it becomes very difficult. Uh, but please, all of you will have to let me know if any of this rings true with you, uh, rather from a, a man or a, a woman's perspective. I'm, I'm only one guy and I'm only scratching the surface of understanding what it's like from the female perspective. So... Please bear with me as I, I fumble with ideas and I seek to better understand, but, you know, I'll stand on what I will stand on what I said earlier. It seems like both sexes are a bit of at odds with each other, with misunder- intentions and misunderstandings on both sides, and there's a lot of hurt that's come from it. So, you know, so I hope that we can arrive at a better understanding so we can stop hurting each other or at least hurt each other less often. I've been uh, asking you all if there's anything that you would like to hear me talk about. Uh, one of you, uh, did respond and, and thank you for that. Um, their question is, how do you cope with singleness personally and things that make you remember your joy and peace? And that's a great question. It's a pretty deep one as well when you get into talking about joy and peace, but I would say starting up practically, I would say for me personally, uh, you know, figure out what whatever you're passionate about and and do that uh, and, and make time for it, make it medicinal uh, at any time, but especially in a period of time when I feel like I'm in a lull and nothing is happening. I need something in my life that's positive and that's meaningful to me that I can focus on. I would say keep busy, but in and of itself, I feel like that's kind of horrible advice and sounds like busyness for business sake. If you're just constantly going and nothing you're doing feels uh, fulfilling or worthwhile. I believe that's a really great way to get burnt out. But when you're, when you do something that's in line with what you're passionate about and it's kind of, you know, it's kind of the gift that keeps on giving. I find for me, it's my creative projects. It's a, a bit of a double-edged sword that I feel uh, that I have to do it. And there's, there's never going to be an end to it. it will, Never be enough, and I'll never be completely satisfied with any of my work. I might be uh, satisfied for for a moment, but it's not long after before I think of something that I haven't explored or, and haven't tried. But it's it's good. There's always something new to do. It's it's like an infinite game. Um, it just keeps going. And and when I can do something that I enjoy, and if I can be of you know some bev- benefit to others, you know that's that's amazing. Uh, as I, as of now, I'm really not making any money from the creative projects that I'm doing, but it's, you know, it's the the value of it is priceless. It's it's great to make time for things that, that that no one has to pay you to do. You just do it no matter what because you enjoy it. I believe that the issue of of singleness for me comes down to loneliness, and social pressures and expectations. And I talked in my last episode about. How I I've tried to address my loneliness, um, being intentional about reaching out and making connections with people, and and, and figure out interactions uh, with people that are that are most meaningful to me. But let's be honest, okay, maybe for some of us, our interactions with people are are significantly fewer these days. But let's say, however, often your interactions may be out of all your interactions. That you have uh, with uh, coworkers, friends, family; those interactions don't each carry the same amount of weight or significance. Even amongst the people that you call friends, there there are those who you're closer to than others. Yeah. And and why is that? Some of some of that could come down to a matter of convenience. If you share common experiences, like going to the same events, or you know, on a regular basis, perhaps there are also deeper things that you have a. Uh, that you have in common, things that you don't share with others. That's something that I've been thinking more about. Who, who, are, who are the friends that I'm looking for? How, how can I find them? And I've had to get creative uh, connecting and uh, trying to reach out to followers on Instagram as a means of connection and, and also trying to reconnect with some old friends. Uh, that's something that I've had to feel out. There are some friends that have grown distant that are looking to rekindle the relationship And there are some that just, just aren't that interested. And, you know, since moving back home from college, I've actually run into several people from high school or even further back. Some of those people haven't really changed. Some have changed a lot and some, I would say, haven't changed enough. It's, it's really funny uh, going through the same basic motions uh, with someone and realizing that, oh, that's that's why I didn't keep in touch or that's why we drifted apart. And that's why you sort of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, you know, I'm not glad that I'm still not cool with the, with some people and some of the ways that they are may still be is is unfortunate. So I'm, I'm sorry that they're, that they're still that way, but, but I don't know there, there was something also really sobering about it and also felt like closure. It was almost like, getting to go back in time in a way and getting to take this older perspective with me and getting to realize that it's not like there was something wrong with me, that the friendships didn't work out for one reason or another. They just weren't my, my people. Speaking for myself, but I'm sure I'm not alone in this. Uh, some of us in our earlier years felt burnt because maybe we didn't have a whole lot of friends or maybe didn't feel that close with a lot of people and you came away from that experience uh thinking there's something wrong with me that I'm not making more friends and feeling left out it seems like a lot of other people are making close friends but i'm realizing that it wasn't my fault there's plenty of people that you won't connect with and that's not because you have a problem you just haven't found the right people and you know that's that's been uh, an incredible realization for me you don't have to befriend everyone it's okay and good to choose who you prioritize and give your time to. You can let go of the people who aren't really invested in you. You can stop trying to make people give you the time who don't click or gel with you. Part of that for me took walking away from a community that I realized I, I just wasn't going to fit into. And then with the pandemic, lots of folks were feeling isolated and, and communicating online had become more normal. So again, I started reaching out to other musicians and artists on Instagram and that was great because I don't have a whole lot of artists that uh, that I know of around here, creative like-minded individuals around, and I just feel like having deeper, more meaningful connections is so important. Finding the people that get you. Now, I'm not advocating that we get into our echo chambers, but there, you know, there has to be a balance. And for someone like myself who who's had a deficiency of like-minded individuals balancing that out has been important for me. And for some of us, I feel like we're more social than we realize. If you're a human being, uh, we're all social creatures, but I understand that some of us crave social interaction more than others. But for some of us who are more likely to keep to ourselves, I wonder if it's that we generally don't want to be more social, or is it just that doing so would you know, take more work or more energy than we feel we have, and maybe we're not that confident that there would be a payoff for our efforts. But maybe if we found more relationships that are life-giving and time spent within those relationships left us feeling seen and valued and more confident, then maybe we might spend more time with people. But for me, making meaningful relationships and spending time with people has been one of the main ways to cope with being single. That and then, and those times when I'm by myself, accepting that oneness, the act of being alone is is not a bad thing, and with the the pandemic quarantine, it's it's been easier uh, to accept being alone because most everyone else is in the same position, and also there's been less pressure to hang out with people, or you know negative feelings about spending time by myself. And it goes back and forth with how I'm feeling and what my energy level is, whether I want to interact with others or not. But but more often than that, I would rather be with someone. Uh, rather or not we're, you know, actually talking, um, but I'd, I'd rather do, you know, ha- have someone else present than be, you know, by myself. And if I go for an extended period of time without having one of those connections or meaningful interactions that I described, I really start to feel it, and I start to feel bummed out. This used to elude me, uh, where I would start to feel depressed, and I would think, "What's going on? Why am I feeling this way?" But I am starting to catch on now and whenever I start to feel down I think you know I'll think back and ask myself how long has it been since I had a made a connection and if I'm feeling isolated and if that's the case, <laughs> then I send out the, the SOS uh, not literally, but um, you know I'll just start reaching out to other people and try to get some get some time with others. And it's you know it's a fine line. Uh, too many plan interactions and I'll start to feel overwhelmed by by all the plans I've made. So, you know, I just try to do my best with it. And so I've been finding work and connections with people uh, to be a source of joy for me. And I touched on societal standards and expectations in a few previous episodes, and I plan to talk about it more in my next episode, but But I believe that can really attack her peace. And I believe that if we can shake those things off and and focus on and decide for ourselves who we are, uh, what's good for us, then we can finally start to experience more peace. So I'm going to end this episode here. Thank you to my friend for your question and thank you for listening. If you have any comments or have any thoughts on what you would like to hear me discuss in the future, you can email me at BeckM. 1911 at gmail.com. And you can find that email address listed in the description. So until next time, stay well and take care. And remember, you're not alone. You're worth someone's time. You're worth being known and you're worth being invested in.